0: To Reality, a pop culture, current affairs, and LGBT news-oriented panel discussion series that's dedicated to you. Here are your hosts, Dominion Onyx, Carl Anthony, John Sebastian, and Legionnaire. Good evening and welcome to Reality exclusively on Papichulo Radio. Today is Wednesday, September 14th, 2016, and it's time for another heaping helping of Pop Culture on Demand from your favorite radio station and mine, poppychuloradio.com. Fabulous yeah. I hear another uh masculine voice. Hello? Let me, let me get a let me get a mic check. Um John Sebastian. Absent. Oh, oh I, I'm just getting—I'm just getting uh, confirmation that John Sebastian uh, is still stuck uh, at O'Hare. Okay, so next, Carl uh, Anthony. Oops, sorry, my bad. Legionnaire, present. So I hear another masculine voice, and who is that?
1: This is Derek Anthony.
0: Derek Anthony, I feel like I know this voice. Where have I met you?
1: Well, let's see. Um, It was a little hotel about 15 years ago. Uh huh. Drawn to the sound of my laughter.
0: (laughs) Uh, Okay, I'll need more details.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This is your brother, Derek, Norbert um that derrick oh, yeah so many that things i've known about so many things Yes. Yeah.
0: how you doing girl? i am well how are you oh we're doing wonderful you know we uh you know it's, it's it's life you know what can you say
1: it you got to just keep listening well <laughs> i want to thank you for inviting me and allowing me into this space it's so beautiful in here
0: of course, you know, this is, you, you know, this is, this is the, um, this is Bear Mansion. This is, uh, Poppy, you know, Poppy puts us up in such fancy digs. Yeah, you I know. We're right next to the Kardashians, you know, it's, mm. it's a lovely life. No, actually, you know where we're living. We actually just bought the mansion where they filmed, um, Mommy Dearest. Mommy Dearest. I took thirty-five million dollars out of my trust fund because I had to have it.
1: That would explain why all the wire hangers were in my room. <laughs>
0: exactly. Uh, uh, There's a bloody steak waiting for you downstairs.
1: Three days old, I hope.
0: Exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Barbara, please, <laughs> just to get the salmonella the to trick night.
0: Exactly the best way to
1: lose weight from what i hear
0: Mm -hmm. oh yes honey that's a good way to lose weight you know that Mm -hmm. is a little sickle cell oh yeah Mm, that'll Mm. that'll that'll slim you down about 20 pounds real good
2: real good
1: hey legion
0: how are you i
2: am well thank you celebrating another 25 years on this
1: earth yes i was going to say happy belated Thank I know. You.
0: Thank you. How is it? How is it that uh, you get younger and younger every year?
2: Well, you know, it's it's witchcraft. What can I tell you? He's got
0: that
1: Dorian Gray painting locked up somewhere.
0: Right. Well, you know, listeners, for uh, those of you that don't know, uh, reality has been is uh, in the middle of tryouts for new co-hosts. So, uh, Derek Anthony is one I of our I want the world to know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, girl, no, uh uh, uh, uh. Well, You know, Papichillo Radio does not have the money. You know, if if Wendy Williams can't even afford to pay for Happy Birthday, we definitely <laughs> cannot afford to pay uh, Diana Ross. So, uh, I know, right? <laughs> if she recognizes that from my singing, she could. <laughs> well kids you know uh, we have a lot of show to get to and so I feel like we should just dive right on in absolutely so (laughs) y'all ready
2: let's do it
0: alright so first I think we need to take a moment and say congratulations to Carla Hayden Carla Hayden is a librarian and in fact She is the first woman and the first African-American to lead the Library of Congress. So I don't know that we will go, you know, super deep into all of her life and whatever, but I think that deserves at least a mention.
1: Absolutely. Can I just say Carla Hayden is from Chicago, where I'm from.
0: She is. Yeah. Oh, okay. I
1: did not know that. And and our club brother, Reggie. Yes, and, and my roommate, yes, used to work for her in the Baltimore oh, okay. library
0: system. Yes, I've met her a couple oh, look, of times. Look, look, there, now. Here's what you do: is you call up and be like, "Hey, girl, how you doing?" <laughs> I, you are the librarian now, so she, uh,
1: and she needs to come on the show one day.
0: She does, you know. We'll, we'll you know, we are going to start trying to uh, pull in, you know, a more literate crowd. Mm make it so we also we also want to say uh a a quick shout out to leslie jones who returned to twitter uh recently after that um horrific attack that uh took down her website briefly
1: Mm. i i do love my leslie jones i felt so bad
0: for her but i was there for her honey i wanted to punch the air you know how you just like just mad
1: I mean, she was she was just out here living her life, right? Living, you know, following her dream. She was in Rio. She got this gig because she was who she was, and all of this hate and rage and anger towards this black woman who, somewhere deep, 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 far down the line, is my cousin. Um, right. It was just. It was. It was too much.
2: It was foolishness, foolishness, and fuckery,
0: and fuckery. So, one more thing that we need to touch on. Yes. If you ever go to uh, Italy, Mm -hmm. the Supreme Court there says that public masturbation is illegal. Mm -hmm. So, uh, CNN reported that a 69-year-old man who was caught... Jerking off in Catania, a city on the coast of Sicily, was convicted in May of 2015 after he, quote, performed the act in front of students on the University of Catania campus. The Supreme Court had originally sentenced the man to three months in prison and ordered him to pay a fine of 3,200 euros, which is around 3,600 Dollars, But the defendant's lawyer appealed the ruling, and according to CNN, quote, judges rule that public masturbation out of the presence of minors is no longer deemed criminal conduct due to a change in the law last year, which decriminalized the act. In a nutshell, you can bust a nut in public as, no, as long as no one under 18 is present.
1: So Italy is going to become the new New York.
0: Yeah. Or That's... at least the New York subway system. Yeah. I don't know. I have mixed feelings about that, but I'd love to know what you guys think. Derek Anthony, what yes, do you think?
1: I believe... So, okay, so my first thought is wow, the dollar to euro exchange rate is horrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, wow. Um. Second of all, wow, it just... I mean, I have been horny in public, but never to the point where I felt that I needed to just whip it out right there and spank the monkey, so to speak.
0: And if it, I did, I mean, it was part of an event. I mean, I didn't just, well, literally, yeah, just yeah. Was, was yeah. literally just stand in there in the park and be like, you know what?
1: I think so. I would like to choke the chicken. Right. Um, and third of all, in situations like that, it is never the hot people that you want to see masturbate masturbate. Right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This was a 69-year-old man. And although we personally know a couple of very attractive 69-year-old men... We do indeed. uh, This likely was not him.
1: No, no. Because the 69-year-old men that we know that are hot don't need to masturbate in public. They have to come and and handle that for them.
0: Exactly. They take them out to their... uh, Camp of the Adirondacks.
1: <laughs>
0: the Adirondacks? I don't know if it's in the Adirondacks No, you know, I I don't know if it's in the Adirondacks, but I know that uh he has a camp hmm. that he invites people out to that uh you know, he does things to people there consensually. Oh yeah. Do you have thoughts on this Legionnaire?
2: Well, you know, I don't do I'm I'm not a public performer anyway, so you know, it's all well and good that it's allowed, but I mean, you know, doesn't affect me. It's not something that I'd probably watch in public anyway. Mm-hmm. But hey, it's nice to know that if if those choose those who choose to do it won't get in trouble. Mm-hmm. So yay. Yay for the baiters. I- Exactly.
0: (laughs) Maybe this will lead to a general loosening of uh, the morals in Italy more so than it already is. So, right. Yeah, we'll see. Oh, I remembered my story. I knew it would come to me. Mm -hmm. So, picture it Mm. I'm in the parking lot of Shopper's Food Warehouse. This chick comes up to me and she has that um, X thing on that has the little body oils. So immediately I keep it moving because I'm not buying none of that shit to break out my skin. I can actually afford, you know, Calvin Klein. I don't need Calvin Klein oil, quote unquote, you know. So I did that shit when I was 22, and that shit broke you my can skin. For Calvin
1: two. Klein, you don't need Melvin Klein. <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> right. If if you love Calvin Klein, you'll love uh, Calvert Clean. <laughs> right right so she comes up to me and you know she gives her little spiel and I'm keeping it moving but of course now I'm at my car so she has tracked me at my car while I'm putting the groceries in the car mm-hmm. and she says um you know I'm tra- I'm doing a fundraiser for my daughter and she is a student at the University of Miami and You know, she's got a full scholarship, tuition and board are paid for. So we're just trying to uh, raise funds to support whatever. And I had stopped listening because this story occurred on I think it was actually it was actually on Labor Day. So let me tell you all the reasons why it's bullshit. One, listeners of this show will already know my feelings about supporting people's uh, personal endeavors, uh, especially when it's due to poor planning, financial planning on their part. Yeah. So it's Labor Day. School has already started at University of Miami. Mm -hmm. So her daughter is already, if if this story is true, her daughter is already at University of Miami she's on a full scholarship that co- that covers tuition and board mm-hmm. and I would assume books. So what the fuck is this money actually going towards? It can be going towards travel because the bitch is already there. Yeah.
1: Probably, so, probably the home entertainment center for her dorm
0: room. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm certainly not supporting that but you know, I just have a problem with people wanting to you know get funding or want other people to support other things. I'm like, look, whatever y'all need funding for, I'm not supporting it. And here's why, because this girl's on a full scholarship, so all y'all need to do is raise a little bit of money. And why didn't her ass get a job over the summer?
1: Mm.
0: How about that?
1: Or while she's at school.
0: How right. about that? I mean, I support not necessarily wanting to work while you're in school because I did it and it wasn't cute. But Working in I worked my ass off during the summers. So. I did work study when I was in culinary school. I mean, I did too. So, I mean, I'm just saying, I would rather not have, but you yeah. Know, it's, it's, but I just thought that was amusing, and I, it it was something was in my mind, and I couldn't remember what it was, and that was it. So, it'll be the subject of a blog post sometime soon. So, any snooch. You can download tonight's episode through iTunes if you just search for reality and subscribe. You can also download the entire reality library. And by you, I mean the listeners. I mean we. We have the inside track. So, you know, there is that. Mm You can also download the entire reality library via poppychuloradio.com slash archives. You can like reality on Facebook by going to facebook.com forward slash PCRreality and by following us on Twitter at PCRreality. You can also follow Poppy Chulo Radio on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr and YouTube by searching for at Poppy Chulo Radio. Speaking of funding people, you can help support reality and poppy Chulo Radio by going to GoFundMe.com slash Chulo Radio. And if you are interested in joining the poppy Chulo Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor, you can email talent at PapiChuloRadio.com. So we ready for some hot topics? Ooh, we are ready.
1: I got my asbestos underwear on and everything. Let's do it.
0: Okay, we need, we need something like, Hi, Topics!
1: <laughs> yeah, something
0: like that. You know that
1: goes through my mind every time you say that.
0: Every, and I've been thinking it for the longest time, and I just never said it.
1: You are. So it was the combination of me being here. And exactly. You, yeah. Patent
0: pending, patent pending, patent pending.
2: <laughs> right.
0: So, uh, first up, We recently had our, uh, actually Sunday was the 15th anniversary of 9-11. So I thought Legionnaire, we might begin by talking about a few um, 9-11 related things. So uh, why don't you start us off?
2: Alrighty, uh, the first um, the first article we have here um, is on GQ.com by uh, Jack Moore that talks about how NFL fans booed our president uh, as he made a tribute video on 9-11. And I'm just going to read a little bit of it here. Since says, uh, the first Sunday of the NFL season is in the books, and it was notable for a few reasons. One, my fantasy football hopes seem to have gone up in flames thanks to some misplaced trust that Dallas' offense would still be great without Tony Romo. Two, the Patriots beat the Cardinals without Tom Brady, which I assume made Roger Goodell shout in anger as he stroked a cat and presumably watched from his lair located in the (laughs) volcano (laughs) shaped like a (laughs) skull. (laughs) I
1: just love that line. That's an image. That
2: is an image. But the note, but the most notable thing in the league is the way Colin Kaepernick's protest of the national anthem is spreading to other players and teams. We saw players on the Dolphins kneel. We saw many players from different teams raise a fist during the anthem and it was powerful stuff but of course not everybody liked it no many continued to feel the whole protest was a disrespectful display so i'd imagine that when a video showing president obama talking about 9-11 played at nfl stadiums people were respectful of him right i mean it's not like anybody could find fault Nothing boo worthy. And let's see, I will read a bit of it here. Uh, It says here, it's Sunday, and here in America, that means it's time for football. But on this day, 15 years ago, the world was shaken. Towers crumbled. Thousands of our fellow Americans lost their lives. Our nation and the whole world mourned as one. Yet, as we saw in the days and weeks that followed, and what has become even clearer in the years since, is that the legacy of September 11 is not one of terror and fear, but of resilience and hope. Because 9-11 didn't change us as a nation, instead it revealed who we are and who we have the capacity to be. The bravery of our first responders, the example of those who lost loved ones, the service of a new generation of heroes who signed up to wear our uniform. That's who we are. That's who we've always been, a big hearted people full of courage and optimism. And on this 15th anniversary of a very dark day, that's the light that America continues to shine for the whole world to follow. God bless this country we love, enjoy the game. But clearly that did not stop people from having an issue. Now clearly not everybody booed. But those who did, really make you think. I'm speculating here, but I feel pretty safe assumption that a bunch of people who almost certainly talk about how Colin Kaepernick and company are disrespectful to our country decided to boo the president's 9-11 address. Don't get me wrong, if they want to boo the president, that's their right. But to do so and chastise players for kneeling is such mind-boggling hypocrisy. It makes my head hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, that, that's that. Those are our people. God love them. And, and another story on Buzzfeed.com: <clears throat> A woman is harassed on Twitter for her thread on 9/11 and Black History. Um, Alexis Giande her 9 11 tweet went viral uh the potential twitter bug disabled threading on the tweet storm was meant to introduce removing crucial context and exposing her to abuse and her text reads white people can't ever let go of 9 11 a single day in our history but want you to get over 300 years of racial oppression lol and she continues so here on the anniversary On the 15th anniversary of the 9-11 attacks is a thread of all American atrocities we shouldn't be forgetting about anytime soon. And here's some examples from her tweet storm. The KKK began in 1865 as a social fraternity that terrorized freed people in ghost costumes. They terrorized the South during and after Reconstruction, lynched hundreds by 1900, and systematically disenfranchised black voters. Jim Crow law surfaced in 1881 and stayed in place for three quarters of a century. It is crucial to examine history to understand attitudes and social norms. We must look back, and not at those fugly government-issued textbooks. So to end this thread, never forget 9-11, for sure. But don't forget the rest of this shit either, please. So, of course, her tweet storm on black history prompted a largely positive response. However, it also triggered an onslaught of harassment, including racist comments and death threats. Uh, one person here, Mason Harden, said, Hey, someone should hang this girl. Hmm. She said she reported the abusive tweets to Twitter, but they were not immediately removed. Others, Said you should. You deserve to get your ignorant, shallow, uneducated ass sent back in time to slavery to work for my ancestors. Hmm. Someone else said, "Bitch, shut the fuck up." I hope your baby is born with cancer. Hmm. Wow! How very eloquent. That's fucked up. <laughs> you know. <Wow>. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and her response, I loved her response. She said, "The mail packets were confused about my point when there was a thread. Now, now there's no context, and they really don't get what I said. It's
0: yeah, it's it's. it's uh, so, As our special guest, uh, Derek Anthony, what do you think?
1: Okay, well, let's start with um. Let's start with the booing of the president. Um, You know, I've been around a little while. I, I can remember a time when there was three young girls who had flunked out of the police academy and decided to form a band and got on TV one day and said they were disappointed in their president. Now, some of what I said is not true, but it doesn't matter because they were destroyed. That was the Dixie Chicks. I mean, and that was like all they said. We are disappointed in our president because he comes from the same state we come from. So it's very interesting to me that in the, not in what, 15, 7, 15 years that we have done this whole reversal and now you just born the president, you born the president, you know, because all you see is the black man. um as far as the young lady and her and her twitter I applaud her. I agree with her. Uh, recently I dis- I I had done some digging around myself and I discovered something about um we've all heard the term a barrel of laughs before right? Mm-hmm. Yes, but do you know where that comes from?
0: I'm sure it's not good. It is not,
1: as most of these things are not. So long story short, you as a black person or or property as you want to call it on a um, plantation were not allowed to show a lot of emotion. You were especially not encouraged or allowed to laugh because after all white people's feelings are very sensitive. I don't know where we would get this from. And so there were barrels with water set up around the plantation. And if for some god awful reason, being a slave, you ever found some shit funny, you felt the urge to laugh. You were to run over to one of these barrels and dunk your head in it. And you had a barrel of laughs. So she is absolutely right. We cannot forget. We must study our history. We must know where these things come from because they think, you know, that they don't affect us today, but they absolutely affect us today.
0: Exactly. All
2: day, all the time. All day, all the time. And and, and I, I have to agree. I, you know, I think it's very... It's very interesting the turn that all this has taken. Mm.
0: Uh
2: you know because you talk about you talk about all this beginning With the young man who is a football player, you know, who admittedly is in a position of being able to make a good deal of money as an athlete and a celebrity, but still has the social conscience to try to make a statement of how he feels he's represented, how he's truly represented in this country. Mm. And, you know, instead of making it about the statement, People are making it about the person. And, and it's just... It's funny to hear... The, the, the back and forth... That, that... That has swirled around it. And me being the naive person... That I am... Has always felt... That as people of color... We should stand behind the young man. But then... I hear people like... Shaquille O'Neal... Who is offended... Hmm. who has made some really ridiculous and foolish statements and i feel like okay here we are i understand that white people don't get it i expect that white people don't get it but to see that other people of color don't get it is just disheartening the man asked well why have, why did he pick it this year why didn't he, why wasn't he doing it last year
1: Really? Well, you know, you You can't trust anyone's, you can't trust anyone's judgment who made a movie like Steel.
2: Well, you know, and there's well, there is that, and there is that. You know, but but yeah, I mean, you we need people like you know we need people like Miss Giande who will remind us of our history because we cannot be in a position where we relax so much that we forget it. So, yes, this, you know, 9-11 was terrible. It was a terrible event in our country. But there were a whole lot of terrible events that occurred in this country.
0: It was terrible because it happened to white people. Right. right. Yes. Exactly. But, and let me just be clear. I mean, all of us know people who 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 who, who died, too. But, you know, it was particularly terrible for... Uh,
1: but it wasn't exclusive people. to one to one race or color or creed of people.
0: Right. right. And, you know, it's also... It's what annoys me about this country in general is the lack of empathy for others, but they want everyone to have empathy for them. I mean... I'm not a big crybaby to begin with, but, you know... Some people who really weren't that super involved or super. Now, if you were in the World Trade Center or in the Pentagon, I understand if you have PTSD for the rest of your life. But you know, it's sensitive girls around here that's just like, I, I'm just so scared. I'm like, girl, of what? All right. <laughs> and then, but you the main one want to go to war and want to bomb other countries and shit. And, you know, you have no sympathy for people who literally have to face this every day. If you live in Syria or, you know, let's not even talk about Syria because Syria is even like the most extreme example. But, you know, you just chilling in Tel Aviv. Just chilling. You and your boys decided you and your girls decided to and I'm not even talking about whether you like Israel or not. I'm just saying you decided to go out with your girls and have a cocktail or have a cup of coffee and some asshole drives up and blows himself up in front of your cafe. And this is the kind of shit that you got to live with every day Mm -hmm. and yet people have no empathy for the shit that other people are going through in their life. No. No, It's disgusting.
1: And as a, as someone who lives in New York, let me just tell you, I try my best not to leave the house on 9-11, not because I'm afraid, because I don't want to be bothered, Mm -hmm. but I certainly, certainly do not go into Manhattan on that day. Mm -hmm. Again, not out of fear, but out of those people that you were just talking about.
0: Right. I mean, it's fear of those of morons, you know. Yeah, think, yeah exactly. You know. Exactly. It's uh, gosh, let's, uh, you know, for, from now on, from now until the end of uh, or at least the first week in November, we're going to have to just, you know, get into politics for a minute more than we might. But we're going to at least graze over two things in John Sebastian's absence. Let's uh, let's just dash over um, Hillary Clinton's uh, pneumonia, and let's uh, also dash over Colin Powell calling Donald Trump a national disgrace. So I mean I think we all are aware that you know Hillary was a little unsteady on her feet. At this nine eleven event. And apparently she was diagnosed. With. Uh, with pneumonia. What do y'all think. Um, about this. Because see there's two things here. You know Americans hate women. Mm-hmm. Apparently. Almost as much as they hate Negroes. So when Michelle Obama runs for president. This is going to be a shit storm. Oh, like they, just gonna burn, they just going to burn <laughs> the muscle down. Right. right. Oh, Jesus help us. But They hate women, and they love conspiracy theory. So, the New York Times is not suggesting this, but you know they're pointing, uh, they're they're um, talking about uh, the fact that she you know passed out. passed She didn't pass out. She appeared to be a little unsteady on her feet. Then after two hours of hanging out at her daughter's house, uh, she emerged and she apparently was feeling a little better. You know, the conspiracy theorists are saying that that's not actually her. That's her body double because, you know, her head looked a little different and she just looked better and more relaxed. And, you know... <laughs> oh, <Lord. laughs> and then... Frick. Then... You know, I love an old black man who has zero fucks to give. <laughs>
1: None.
0: <laughs> Damn. Hey, y'all know... Y'all know <laughs> That Colin Powell is 79 79 years old.
1: I turned the bag upside down and no fuck fell out.
0: <laughs> exactly. So, um yeah. well. he described uh Donald Trump as a national embarrassment and then went on to uh talk about Hillary's problem is that her husband's dicking everything. Literally use the word dicking. Her husband is dicking everything that isn't nailed down in D.C. And what I love is like, why are people still sending shit on email? I feel like you should be, you know, you should only do messages by carrier pigeon these days. (laughs) So many people have gotten fucked up with with these email scandals. (laughs) You know, I, I, I'm frankly surprised that Colin Powell, as a 79 year old man, is writing a ton of emails like this. But I mean, I love it. Someone but get me the maester. I need to send the raven. Right. <laughs> Not smoke signals, because you know smoke signals have no security at all. At all, now. don't firewall in a smoke. <laughs> no, but you know what's actually quite frightening here. You know, there is a, a little frightening thing here is that these emails were, you know, part of a hack by um, a group called DC Leaks, I think it is. Who, mm. uh, yeah, DCLeaks.com, which has reported but not c- confirmed ties to Russian intelligence services. So you know, it's actually quite frightening that, you know, foreign powers are, are, are in fact, uh, uh, essentially attempting to influence the election. hmm. Right. Because none of these things. And, and let me if, if you notice, all of these things have come out and they've been negative about Hillary Clinton, mm-hmm. you know, about her emails or this about her husband or about other people. So it's all net negative, except for this Colin Powell thing, but it's all been a net negative for Hillary Clinton because I think um, Putin, I mean, Putin, Clinton, Clinton, Trump really is in bed with, uh, with Putin. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean like in bed like he's a secret Russian agent. Right. But I think he has much deeper ties than um you would expect but i think putin's also much smarter than donald trump and he knows that you know the amount of shit that he'll be able to get away with with a president trump you know because hillary say whatever the fuck you want you know hillary's gonna be like nope you try and we burn this whole shit down
1: now hillary is the bulldog with lipstick
0: yes yes absolutely
1: everything that sarah palin wanted to be
0: Mm. Right, but smart. Well, yeah. well, again, everything Sarah Palin wants to be. Right. That's true. That's
1: true.
0: <laughs> I mean, but what do you guys think about uh about about these two stories?
1: Well, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Leach. There you go.
2: Well, I was gonna say, you know, the, the 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 thing about you know Hillary being you know diagnosed with pneumonia or whatever. You know, I mean, I don't really care about that except for the fact that you know if there's an understanding that she's under a doctor's care and is you know doing the best doing her best to make sure that she's looking after herself which I have no indication to suggest that that's not exactly what's happening. I mean, I certainly have at least a modicum of understanding of what her schedule is. And this is something that could befall anyone. So this is not something that's, oh, my God, she's got pneumonia. Oh, my God. You know, it's, it's bad. Yes. You know, she was she she got dizzy she was unsteady on feet she went to her daughter's house you know and got a chance to chill and you know a little they bit probably after gave that,
0: steroids put on well, you oxygen, know so,
2: you know so it, it's fine you know I'm, I'm sure that you know hillary is gonna get that shit checked out and make sure that she's okay to continue doing what the hell she needs to do
0: Honey, so I'm good, sort of death is gonna get this bitch from running for the election right- well, exactly <laughs> you know,
2: right. so and she's gonna be all right, and colin Powell, you know like like we all said, clearly the man is in a place where he has no fucks to give, so he will he will go ahead and spout some shit off, and you know the reality is that Trump is a national disgrace, and I think that's the that's the thing that's really tragic in all of this is that there are way too many people in this country that can't see that, that don't see that, that won't see that. I see news, I see news feeds and follow ups that rip his representatives to shreds on a daily basis. Joy Reid is my new girlfriend. Mm Tamron Hall is my second wife. So it's like, <laughs> you know, you, those, those women ain't letting his people get away with shit. <clears throat> you Not only is Trump in a position where he doesn't know what he's talking about, but he can't even surround himself with people that know what they're talking about. True. So it's just it's it's crazy. And and it do, it does. It people said that, you know, he would never get the nomination. And and here mm. it is. People said that, oh Lord, well, he got the nomination, but he'll never be president. You know what?
1: Mm. It's not there, kind of are, of there, are, there
2: are way too many people out here that are stupid.
1: Mm. Mm.
0: We should have known that people's cognitive dissonance you know, would, uh, it, I mean, people, <sighs> Derek, uh, Derek Anthony, what, what were your thoughts, dear? Okay, so I I,
1: so I have been following this. Um, so first of all, Hillary has walking pneumonia, because I think there's two different kinds of pneumonia. Right. There's the kind where you have to be put under the oxygen tent and uh, it's the uh, Mildred Pierce brand of pneumonia where her daughter died. Right. And then there's just the, oh girl, you need to go drink some fluids and sit down. And her doctors did tell her to take it easy. And she did cancel some events. Right. So she she took it easy for her, for someone running as president. I personally would not have told you people either because right. we would be here. Right. <laughs> right. I have pneumonia I have walking pneumonia I had two extra glasses of orange juice this morning and I'm Hillary Clinton I'm good to go now right
0: right exactly um because she's a woman you know so she's gonna to have to already be stronger than you know some man who's running for office yes mm-hmm. yeah
1: yeah Clearly. yeah um as far as Colin Powell. You know, I think everything that needs to be said about Colin Powell has been said about Colin Powell. Um, Yes, no fucks to give, his personal opinion, and probably a lot of truth to it. Mm. Uh, As far as the Trump show, um, oh, as far as the Trump show, I was not like everybody else. When he started running, I said, oh, this is going to be a problem. I did not expect him to go gently into that good night. And I watched and I did not understand these career politicians who not only could not send him off, but stooped down to his level or attempted to stoop down to his level. You know, I'm not a Republican, so I wasn't rooting for any of them. But let me just say this about Jeb Bush. Jeb Bush' wife is Mexican, which makes mm-hmm. his children Mexican. Yes, their last name is Bush, but they are Mexican. Cause in this country, what is it? Three fifths blood or three drop right. rule? One, yeah. One drop rule. One drop rule. oh yeah, okay, so. So when he started talking about, so when Trump started talking about Mexican being rapists and murderers, he's talking about Jeb's wife and children. Mm. Right. At that first debate, if Jeb had walked up to him and said, in a very low energy voice, I understand you have a problem with my wife and children. Perhaps we should discuss it right now before we get going good on this debate. We'd be having all different conversations right now.
0: Exactly. But he's a pussy. That's why.
1: Yes. And, you know, unfortunately, you look at TV, you see all the reality shows, you know, nobody, nobody's feeling the pussy right now. (laughs) <laughs> Nobody's feeling the pussy. Sorry, there's no other way to put that. <laughs> right. So here we have Trump. And exactly what Legionnaire said, the people that he has surrounded himself with, you know, they they all run from the same playbook. They 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 appear on the show. They get asked a question about Trump. They never actually answered the question. Their response is always, well, let's talk about what Hillary is doing. No, let's not talk about what Hillary is doing. Let's talk about the question I just asked you. So, yeah, it's been interesting, but not really in a good way. And I'm a little frightened. I'm going to be perfectly honest. I'm a little frightened because, you know, President Trump, wow.
0: You know, and and for me, the problem is, is that, um, or one of the problems is that, um, yes, Joy Reid and Tamron Hall are doing whatever, but they're on a channel. I mean, you know, we are, we we are, we're balkanized in our viewing habits.
1: Mm, mm. So
0: anybody is, you know, no one's being swayed. By this, because the people that that were watching, you know, Legionnaire just said he got two new wives, you know. So nothing that is being said, uh, the political discourse or whatever it is that's going on here, is not swaying any opinions. No one that watched the watched any of those segments with Joy Reid or Tamron Hall changed their opinion even in the slightest. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you've got, you know, Fox News and MSNBC at the far ends of the political spectrum. CNN is um, supposedly more centrist, but they're just trying to do whatever they can to keep the lights on. So, you know, if Trump (laughs) says something foolish, they'll go with it. If Hillary says something foolish, they'll go with it. You know, and no one's really, like, really calling Hillary Clinton to account for, you know, some of the foolishness that they say. Because you could be, I mean, you can be the bitch that's like, Hillary, what you said in the 90s about black bo- black boys being super predators, you know, was fucked up. I'm still voting for your ads, but you should know that that's fucked up. And we all know it's fucked up. Mm-hmm but no one's doing that on either side. So, you know, everyone, I don't I mean if you are if you're undecided, you're a moron because these two people in their own different ways are some of the most well-known people. So, how could you not already know what you're going to do? Right. So, it's it's, it's just frightening because there is no Middle ground, you know. I'm holding out only the tiniest bit of hope for these um, debates that are coming. I don't know, I because I haven't looked it up yet who the moderator is, but you know, let's just hope it's not Matt Lauer because you know I've hated the Today Show for a long, and I used to like Matt Lauer a lot. I used to love that. Used to be my dream. To so go on to the today Show, not actually be on the today show, but like get up super early and be there and shake hands with um first it was Katie, Matt, Ann and Al. And then it was Meredith, Matt, Ann, and once Meredith left, I was kind of over it. Well no. Once they got rid of Ann Curry and kicked my and kicked our sister to the curb like that, we I was over it. And his performance at this debate was terrible. Mm-hmm. On both sides. I mean, he he went down this rabbit hole about emails and shit that didn't have nothing to do with uh, being the commander-in-chief forum or whatever. And then he asked these softball questions to Trump that, you know, they didn't, they didn't... You didn't even have to be at Google to know that some of that was bullshit. So, you know...
1: Well, Lester Holt is going to be the uh, 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 moderator on the first debate.
0: Oh, okay. Well, that'll be good. Yeah. You know who they should get, though? Um, Anderson Cooper. Gwyn Eiffel? Oh. Well, Gwyn Eiffel, too. Gwen but Eiffel Anderson did. Cooper went in on that first Democratic debate because he wasn't letting people get away with shit.
1: Anderson Cooper's Eight. going to be at the second presidential just, state.
0: Mm-hmm, yeah. Oh, good. So maybe we'll actually get something legitimate. But see, again, I don't think that anybody is, um, I don't think they're, you know, the, the, the portion of real undecided. I mean, people say that they're undecided in these swing states because when you undecided, hoes show up at your house, you get free pancakes, <laughs> breakfasts. <laughs> You know, you get all kinds of shit when you say you undecided. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm keeping it real. I mean, uh, you know, so are they really undecided, or are they just taking? Are they Just hungry. Every four year, um, gravy train that comes through Ohio and Arizona and Nevada and all these swing states. Hell, I'd be undecided too if Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump uh through a free breakfast all i got to do is listen to them pretend to listen to their ass jabber on while i listen to uh my um my audio book well yeah
1: but if you go to a um if you go to a donald trump breakfast you might get stabbed with a with a pork chop or a sausage or something that's
0: something because you black yeah that's true i'd be forgetting that sometimes And then also, but you know the one thing that lets me hold out hope is that this country twice elected a Negro. It did? Yes, it did. Which tells me that, you know, when it comes right down to it, people may actually be capable of doing what's right for the country. country. Mm. So, we'll see.
1: And let me just say this in conclusion of the Mm -hmm. Trump. Um, So many times you hear from his own mouth how he has these plans, these secret plans, this plan to do this, this plan to do that, this plan. Only I can fix this because I have the plan. And when people ask what the plan is, oh, well, I can't tell you it's secret. Now, that does not jive for me with I'm going to make this country great again, because if you truly do have the answer then out of the goodness of your heart, out of being an American, you patriotism. give the answer. out of patriotism, you give the answer, and then you let the stuff fix itself, and then you get all the credit, and then you get voted in president. Exactly. What better
2: way to be president to say, you know what? None of you mofos have the plan. I got the plan. Right. Let that shit unfold and collect your kudos. Mm. Right
0: because if the plan truly (laughs) made sense and was truly legitimate people would be like you know what that's some shit I never thought of
2: Exactly. Mm.
0: we should make this motherfucker president because clearly he has his his finger on the pulse
2: right when nobody Mm. else did
1: there's a there's a movie called Idiocracy yes with um I cannot think of the guy's name in it Uh, but Maya Rudolph is in it also Mm -hmm. and it's a it's it's a cautionary tale slash parody and so much of it is actually coming true
0: it is I've seen that movie and you know when I saw that movie I was like we'll never get to this point in this country but in so many ways we are where people are like if you if you are into spelling and grammar, people look at you like, what the fuck mm. is your problem? Mm. And we just oh, oh god, it's so frightening. Oh Girl, I'm about to buy an island or something and we'll all move there or something. Okay. <laughs> right. You know what? Before we leave hot topics, I don't want to dash over this foolishness going on in North North Dakota. So this, um, who is it? Because, you know, I have, I honestly have not been paying close attention. So uh, a group the of stage, firms, the transfer partners, is building a, one, a an 1100 mile pipeline through from uh, to bring oil from Bakken Shales, uh, uh, which is a vast oil formation in North Dakota, directly to refineries. In uh, on the Gulf Coast, and the pipeline is going to pass through a bunch of Native American uh ancient burial and prayer sites. And these people have been protesting, and these protests have been met with violence Mm -hmm. not violent, not violence for on their part, but on the part of you know the oil pipeline people. And finally, the president had to step in and say, um and put a halt to the building of the pipeline until this whole shit was resolved.
2: Right.
0: So, um, you know, I just wanted to be because I feel like this story is not getting the news that it deserves.
1: It is interesting Mm -hmm. that this is several thousand people more than those 50 people or whatever that took over the National Wildlife Museum. Right. um, Earlier this year. And it was all over the news, and people were sending them dildos and such. Yeah, um, it, it, it's interesting that that this that we had to make the networks do their job on this. Right.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh. And and you know why? Well, yes, yeah, Native
1: Americans. I mean, we don't care about them. Right. right. I mean, have we not done enough? Of, I as bad as I feel for my people <laughs> right right. as bad as I feel for my people cause I know we have suffered oh <laughs> my black Jesus <laughs> the Native American I mean you literally you brought us here to clean somebody else's house but after you stole it, it ain't my fucking house
2: <laughs> exactly
1: you gave me syphilis yes and and what little they have left the little bit that they have left you are still trying to take from them
2: yet 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 and still
0: so that was hot topics Mm. and so how do you feel derek your hot hot topics cherry has been (laughs) popped
1: That's an experience. I wasn't sure how it was going to end. I'm sitting here in a pool of sweat, <laughs> a pool of black
0: sweat. Well, now you can get all flushed out with uh with some hot tea. Oof.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm. Does that come with sugar?
0: No, we mm. like it. Uh, we like our tea like we like our men, black and hot. Mm. Mm-hmm.
2: Maybe a dash of splendor, mm.
1: just sweet enough. <laughs> just
2: sweet enough, exactly. <laughs>
0: uh, okay. So you know what? Let's. I. All right. So some fools interrupted Ryan Lochte during his Dancing with the Stars performance. I want to hate him, but he's so pretty. Mm. I mean, I do hate him, but I hate him. In the kind of way where um, we could him him hook, we could uh, fool him into getting on the elevator with us, and then being locked in our hotel suite at MAL for the whole weekend while we do things to him.
1: That I don't think that would be hard. He's not that smart.
0: He's not at all. <laughs> He's the kind that would fight it. Now again, we're listeners. We're not advocating rape or sexual assault but it, this is strictly man-on-man consensual but he's the kind that you know is going to be like bro, bro bro bro, bro. <laughs> that's, bro. Real promo right <laughs>
1: that's real bromo right there
0: that's real bromo so yeah that's uh going to yeah
1: Here's my problem with with uh, Lochte. <sighs> my problem is I still don't feel that he understands that he did anything wrong no <clears throat> that is that that is my issue and I and, and I keep having this issue with white men these days uh it's Brian Lochte. it's the child that raped the girl at Stanford. Um, there's another child that just got two months probation for, rape for raping
0: a toddler. Yes.
1: yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, how are you? Ta- you know, uh, let me let me jaywalk. I'm gonna get 25 years.
2: Right.
1: I'm sorry. Let me. I'm sorry, cause that's incorrect. I am six foot five, three hundred pounds. I ain't making it to jail. No. No. He got it's, a cell phone. Shoot him
0: you're going to commit suicide
1: yes that's absolutely true he was running now everybody on here they don't know I got horrible feet right now (laughs) I should not run to save my life and that's for oh he ran we had to shoot him
0: oh if if anything ever happens to you I will be the first one on the news to be like that was bullshit (laughs) but then we, we will avenge your death I appreciate yes. that.
2: Yes, okay. light lightsabers, guns, and all kinds of shit will be drawn.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But they got all these white boys out here just doing, just doing whatever. Yes, just doing whatever. So I, I you know, so I, I can't have any. I, I, I can't feel bad for Lofty, and I can't feel bad for ABC. Mm-mm.
2: Yep. Nope. Because even even if even if ABC had all this shit in the works before the scandal, mm-hmm. they still made the decision. They still made the ill advised decision to move forward with having him on this show. It was I'm sorry, it was ill advised and and I don't feel bad for him either. Not no. at all. No not, you not, had not
1: some, at all. This this is You had some suit looking at, oh, we're going to get the ratings and this, that, the other, and not thinking about how you're hurting your brand.
2: Yep. If if this gives any kind of indication to getting him to at least move towards some Account- personal responsibility and accountability for the shit that he's done, then you know what? I'm glad it happened because you can't talk to me about taking advantage of an opportunity for redemption when you have yet to acknowledge your guilt about what you've done. Yeah. You can't tell me you've stretched the truth and you exaggerated. Uh, Ryan, you lied, boo. You lied, duh. So when you come into the public eye and acknowledge the fact that you lied and you feel bad about lying and embarrassing the country by lying, then maybe we can talk about how you can redeem yourself. Right. Maybe. But not until then. Until then, ABC has pulled a, uh, pulled a stunt that has created more controversy for them and you know i i wish i had it in me to say that i'm glad he didn't get hurt but i honestly can't say that mm-hmm. I, I wish i could but i can't mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i have because zero I have, because, because i have, I, 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 I have I... issues around that mm-hmm.
1: Where is Ghost Rider when you need him? Somebody <laughs> punish you, you.
2: Right. This, mo- this mofo needs a pen and stare for real. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Honey. Alright, you know on slightly po- more positive news, congratulations to uh, RuPaul for winning an Emmy. He finally won uh, an Emmy at uh, last night's Creative Arts. Uh, Emmy, uh, Emmy award show, which is before you know the main uh session, which apparently is this Sunday.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So yeah. he beat out Tom Bergeron from Dancing with the Stars, Steve Harvey from Little Big Shots, Heidi Klum, and Tim Gunn from Project Runway. Jane Lynch from Hollywood Game Night and Ryan Seacrest. So, you know, he got all emotional. Ryan Seacrest is Susan Lucci of this award. (laughs) Right. Here's my thing. Legionnaire, and uh, well, Derek, you'll probably remember this too, but Legionnaire, you remember when RuPaul was on here talking about how he didn't need awards. He didn't need the validation of other people because that's not why he did it but girl now you're all boohooing and whatever so yes I'm proud for you but like I knew all along all that other shit you were saying was bullshit well I look like you ain't a part of the establishment if you're not really a part of the establishment then why you all you know why you on uh, the cover of DList.com kissing the Emmy and shit you shouldn't even have been there
1: true i listened to his acceptance speech mm-hmm. and he did mention the uh the quote i would rather have an enema than an emmy mm-hmm. he did mention that in his acceptance speech in which he said what did he say? now i can have both <laughs> <laughs> I, I i i this is what i will say and, and, and i'm going to be honest i'm a little biased when it comes to RuPaul. Mm-hmm. Um. I think it is the situation of the kid that decides that they are not going to get picked for the sport mm-hmm. the sport is stupid and they don't care for it. Mm-hmm. And then somebody asked them to play and they are, you know, happy as a fat kid in a candy store. Mm-hmm. I think it was a situation like that. And again, I can, again, not excusing it because like I said, before I have a a bit of a RuPaul bias. But I can understand it, you know, as 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 LGBT people, as black people, I can understand that we don't always get the fair shake all the time. I just hope this is my hope that logo recognizes this. And And goes to H D. Well, that too. Um, but they started to reflect some diver- more diversity in their mm-hmm. broadcasting. Mm-hmm. You know, they their their top three their top three sh- logos top three shows were RuPaul's Drag Race, Noah's
0: Art, and Drag You, right? Which were you know very you know it- people of color are very well represented on all of uh, those shows yes <laughs>
1: yes yes indeed but as a whole as the channel
0: it is not right right well we'll see so uh you know and again i love rupaul i think he has done great things but you know i'm also petty and i love to call people on their bullshit. so that's that <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I, I am happy. I, I am truly happy for Rue. And I and I too have had my issues with some of his views. But but like but like Derek, I do recognize that, you know, that that feeling of being the kid that decides, hey, well, I don't want to play your game anyway. But then being asked to the, you know, then being asked to play varsity and it's like, ooh, uh, okay. And then you're happy. This is cute, right? Right. My only issue is, and this and this might be a small thing, but it's a big thing. Um, I I it, I don't know why this struck me, but when Logo was saying, you know, RuPaul makes herstery, I really hadn't. I really had a problem with the use of that word because. Uh, I don't know. I would rather see that term more associated with the accomplishments and, and the groundbreaking um, activities of women,
0: or oh, even trans women. But he's oh, not even trans he's
2: yeah. Right, right. I mean, and, and I and I definitely include trans women in that. So right. uh, that bothered me. But other than that, hey, you know what? Bask in your moment, Rue. Good girl it's 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 all you have at it
0: right well good for him yes so uh last up on hot tea um for those of you that don't know there's a show on own called queen sugar which i have never seen apparently it's only three episodes two episodes and the third is this weekend so i mean i'm not behind it's not like uh it's not like Empire where I missed the first season and then I was too far. It was too far. And I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to miss this one.
1: It's too far <laughs> down the rabbit hole. I
0: can't. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm just like, I can't. I can't go back. I, I can't. I can't. But um, so Anna DuVernay uh, spoke about uh, to Vulture.com Legionnaire. So this is your story.
2: Yes, she's both the Vulture.com uh, in an article by Matt Zoller cites um, about directing Queen Sugar, proper lighting actors of color, and why she used to be more brave. Um, and it says here she's been making films for the past eight years, and Queen Sugar is her first foray into television. Why TV and why now? She says because it's the golden era of television and I want in. Um, So just to take some of the questions that she has posed, um, it's said here, it's not as if you're lacking for feature film work these days. And TV is is a longer commitment. It's like adopting a kid almost. Why television? And she says, I can really trace it to Carrie Fukunaga and True Detective. First of all, you directed every episode. Secondly, it's badass. I saw that, and then Soderbergh and The Nick. I just loved that first season so much, and that's when I became very aware. You know, Fincher had already done House of Cards, but I think it was like the plot. He did set the plot, and then he set the style. She said, yes, he set the style, and that's something that we had seen, but it seemed like maybe four years ago or so, it turned into auteurs really coming in and putting their whole stamp on the series beyond the pilot, beyond beyond setting the stage. And I just thought that it was fascinating to tell the 13-hour story, the 8-hour story. I wanted to try it. Uh, she said, you directed the first two episodes of the show, but you also co-wrote it. Can you run through all your roles? She said, I show sure ran, so, picking. so it was picking every director, all the casting decisions throughout all the episodes, costumes, prepping that stuff, because when you go in so fast, the episodic directors aren't able to final cut on every single thing that we did. You know, it's fast. It's much different than filmmaking. The pace is nuts if you're approaching it as a director. I talked to Shonda Rhimes about it and said, how do you do this, producerally and writing-wise, churning this thing out. Ten years she's been doing it, multiple series. I mean, of course she's Superwoman, but because I was trying to do it with the director's eye and all the details, it was nuts. And it goes on to talk about a different things that she does and, you know, and how she, um, has approached the series. And I'm just going to pick out a couple of more interesting things. Um, she talks about, um, she talks about how she wanted to use the location and the look of the show and, um, doing it in new orleans and she says here she says i was really aware of not wanting to do new orleans like the word that comes to mind is porn the city (laughs) the city has been photographed so much you think of new orleans and you think of the same tropes bourbon street french quarter now katrina and it's much more than that i did not treat the city as a character that's the thing that filmmakers say the city was a character no the city was not a character our characters lived there New Orleans is just a fabric that just exists. The city is so distinct that you don't have to overcorrect and show it off because it's just in the pores. Like like you know when you drink too much. I don't drink, but people who drink too much and they come home at night and you're like, you've been drinking. And they're like, no I haven't. And you're like, yes, you're sweating whatever you drink. It's like smoke. It sticks to it. That's what New Orleans is. Um, so yeah, I mean, I've seen the show and... It's definitely like nothing I've seen on television. Um, I know on a couple of other shows that I've co-hosted, we've talked about our love-hate relationship with, with child actors. Um, but the, the, the young cast members of this show are absolutely awesome. And I don't know I can't say enough great things about this show and definitely would recommend uh, definitely recommended viewing as far as I'm concerned um, you know because a lot of the things that have come uh, through own uh, I can't I can't honestly say that I would highly recommend there's definitely been some amusing television but this this show
0: is good television
1: mm-hmm. okay.
0: Uh, Derek,
1: have you seen it? Uh, I've seen it, and my one-air introduction to Poppy Chulo Radio was participating in the show
0: about it. I, I, so I, I guess that means you're a fan. I am indeed, and if you would allow, <laughs> if you would allow me mm-hmm.
1: to read one excerpt, which I believe would get you on board right away.
0: I'm not we going to... are, uh, you, you can if this excerpt can be in 30 seconds or less
1: okay <laughs> we don't honor our father by setting friends and family outside at family at fancy tables stay, we don't stay. honor our father by having strangers serve those grieving we serve comfort food to those who need comfort and we do it with our own hands that's how a family does repass and we certainly don't pay our respects with American Express.
0: All right. Okay. I I I, I, know, I saw that I could watch it on um on demand on uh, Xfinity, so that may be my weekend activity. It
1: uh it 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 falls. I'm not going to say fortunately or unfortunately because. With DVRs now, it doesn't really matter. It falls on Wednesday night at Mm -hmm. 10 o'clock. It's running against Mr. Robot and American Horror Story. Mm -hmm. Yes, but it's wonderful. Yes, I I have no idea which one I'm going
0: to watch first. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I will definitely have to add it to the list. Yes. Well, now you can say you had your whole cherry popped.
1: Mm, I feel so <laughs> complete
0: now. <laughs> is it running down your leg? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's spray tan. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. So, you sure. know, I,
1: I have to say, this is um, this is a much better situation. Participating mm-hmm. on the air as opposed to participating while I'm on the subway, and oh, because
0: you're talking because you're talking to yourself, and yeah. people are looking at you like you're insane, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: which is hard to do on a New York subway because there are so many insane people,
0: right? Mm. One in a couple. Well, all right, kids, you can catch reality. Uh, well, you know what. We fancy now. There is not even a need to uh, catch it in the normal way. Reality streams on Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern and 4 p.m. Pacific. And episodes are available to download Thursdays via poppychuloradio.com slash archives and iTunes. We really want to encourage you all to uh, follow us on iTunes because you know what? Every time there's a new episode, including our special, you know, unannounced episodes, you'll always be there and be ready to go. So you can like us on Facebook by going to facebook.com forward slash PCRreality. And you can follow us on Twitter by going to at PCRreality. You can also follow Poppy Chulo Radio on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and YouTube by searching for at Poppy Chulo Radio. You can also support us financially by going to gofundme.com slash poppychuloradio. And you can email us at reality at poppychuloradio.com with any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns. And if you're interested in joining the Poppy Radio team as an on-air personality, or blog contributor, you can email us at talent at poppychuloradio.com. As our special guest co-host, Derek, can you tell the kids how they can get in contact with you? Certainly. Uh, I can be
1: found on Facebook under my government name, Derek Jones. Um, I can be found on Twitter under Flower Alchemist, F-L-O-U-R-A-L-C-H-E-M-I-S-T, all one word. Um, that's, yeah, that's pretty much it. And I can be seen on Sunday afternoons from two at two o'clock Eastern Time on the M three Mel Media Mind Entertainment Hangout.
0: Oh, good. Uh, Legionnaire
1: All right. Well,
0: the
2: uh, the folks can find me on the Twitter and the Instagram uh, where my handle is at Legion Onyx. Uh, on Facebook uh, My handle is Legionnaire Onyx uh, And of course you can uh, Catch me here on Reality
0: Are you still hosting like 25,000 shows?
2: Um, I'm going to Reduce it down to probably uh, 24,000
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're
0: cutting back You're cutting back get <laughs> yes.
1: Everywhere you want to be Yes, ah, yes. Sweet. You
2: can catch me on, you can catch me on uh, Fear the Rambling Dead, our recap show of Fear the Walking Dead, uh, that I am still enjoying, even though there are those of us who are not. Mm. <laughs>
0: oh. Well, you can catch me on the, uh, you can find me on the Twitters and the Instagrams at Dom Onyx on Facebook.com It's uh, forward slash. The Dom Onyx uh, on Tumblr at thedomonix.tumblr.com and my website, which is www.domonyx.com mm-hmm. So John Sebastian will be back next week, and uh, I am very we... sorry
1: that I missed him.
0: I know, but we'll be evaluating uh, Derek's performance. You know, with the following criteria. I'd rather have an enema than an Emmy <laughs> Charisma, <laughs> uniqueness, nerve and talent so uh I think you did good on all of those scores so we, we'll we, 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 we will see and as long as your check clears we'll be- <laughs>
1: <laughs> so
0: everyone join me in saying good night to the listeners.
1: Good night, listeners.
0: Good night, sweet lovers. Good night, everyone, and we will see you uh, next week. Thanks for listening to Reality. This is Ben Patrick Johnson saying good night and have a wonderful week.